listening to the Sit Down Standout Show, the podcast where people with all abilities and challenges can stand out from the rest, even if they've got to sit down to do it. I'm Ben and Dykstra, the Rolling Dragon, and it's time for this show to take flight. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Sit Down Standout Show the podcast that gives people with all abilities and challenges the chance to stand out from the rest, even if you've got to sit down to do it. This particular episode, I think we're going to call the not-quite-Shawshank Redemption story. As from the stone walls of prison to the colorful lights of Camtron Studios, our guest has had quite the story. From a 10-year prison sentence to writing his own, uh, own book to going into having his own single for rap and to developing Camtron Studios. Please welcome the founder himself, Camtron, Ryan Cameron. Ryan, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much. Such a such a, a lovely, wholehearted introduction. <laughs> well, eventually I'll get good at this job. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was really good, man. All right. Thanks a bunch. So, Ryan, to start things off, we all make mistakes regardless of how old we are whether it's touching a hot stove as a kid, forgetting to wear the right size clothing and accidentally putting on your sister's clothing and going to school. But (laughs) some mistakes are worse than others. And unfortunately, at the age of 18, your life took quite the turn as you wound up serving 10 years in prison. So what can you tell us about that experience and how it kind of shifted your mindset because to have that happen at such a young age and a that point in your life is quite a shocker yeah for sure for sure uh, to say the least so um it 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 definitely was i guess the most pivotal uh um a moment in my life um <clears throat> but i'm a hard-headed individual so um i didn't let it break me <laughs> um i used it and I, I pretty much treated it like a discipline, you know, like, um, like self-discipline for myself. So during that time, you know, I, I focused on me and like, uh, inside myself and, you know, bettering myself as a better person and stuff, you know, so, um, so I can come out as, you know, the lovely man you see now. Well, I appreciate that that was your outlook going in, but more often than not, when someone goes to prison, especially at that young age. They are so lost and confused because they're at a point in their life where either they don't really care about what they did or they don't really understand the gravity of the situation. So to start our questions off, um, what has kept you from reoffending? Because it's very easy for someone who has gone to prison, regardless of what the issue was, how long the sentence was, to think, you know what, I'll just get through my time real easy and then I'll try to go the same route I was going. Yeah, right. Um, I believe, you know, all uh, people kind of have that um, have that thought like um, of, of reoffending or like uh, going back to an old life, so to say. Um, for me personally, when I went in, I made a decision to myself that you know what, I have a lot of talents, I have a lot of skills and, and, and um, abilities and stuff, and you know, I don't want to waste them. And because I was one of the fortunate ones, um, even with the time that I got, um, I got uh, 10 years. So even with that, that's a super long time. But even though 
that's only 10 years. And I knew that one day, uh, God willing, I'd be getting out. So that was the main thing for me was like, you know what, man, like, listen, just, just, you know, agree to do better for yourself. And then like from that, from that, like uh, line drawn in the sand, you know, I became real studious. Um, I started picking up like, um, college, uh, trades when I was in, uh, um, when I was inside, I picked up, um, college, uh, classes. I actually, um, started, I started my, 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 uh, bachelor's. Uh, while I was inside and coincidentally today, I just finished and graduated last week or like uh, a week and a half ago, finished my bachelor's. Well, congratulations. Thank what you, is, thank you, thank you, thank what you. is your uh, bachelor's you. in? It is in computer science. Uh, I went to, um, I did it um, via online. I took a uh, computer science and like a uh, computer animation through uh, the Los Angeles film school. So, you know, shout outs to them. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. it is incredible to think that for serving such a long sentence, you've been able to take advantage of seemingly every opportunity presented to you so that you could mm. come out better on the other side. Now, you've been out two years, but in those 10 years in prison, you had to have seen quite a few things. Some of them are kind of average. Some of them could be very traumatizing to someone at the age of 18. So can mm. you kind of explain how that time in prison affected your mental health and your mindset kind of about life in general because it's different for everyone but you never forget your time in prison for sure for sure um that's actually a really good question um so around the time i i was getting ready to go in um i was kind of like um what's a good word i guess solidifying um, i was kind of solidifying my own mental health and i didn't even know it at the time so um by the time i went in and i got uh, diagnosed i was diagnosed as a paranoid schizophrenic um and i didn't even know it uh you know prior to so like the things i was doing that that kind of led me to being sentenced like all oh, was like you know made sense and um became more revealed once i went in and you know i got help um you know and then um yeah but but from that point um i agreed to you know to to do better you know just just to um to the first the first main part i guess was you know accepting that you know that i was going through a thing and that you know something was wrong with me like that was the main thing I had to come to terms with was like, look, you were out there tripping, something's wrong with you, you know? And then, you know, I sought out help and stuff like that. But um, a little uh, tangent from that question there, um, I was in the Georgia prison system and I was saying that to say, they don't really do a good job rehabilitating the prisoners and the inmates in the, um, in the Georgia, prison and jail system so like they're really just housing us there and they're not really like you know teaching us really trying to rehabilitate us that much so i said all that to say it's on you to you know do better for yourself so um you know i i i was one of the guys you know i learned quick so um whenever you know people would would like uh give me game or give me information or knowledge like i'd soak it up so you know i started reading books and stuff like that and then uh eventually like um leading to like, uh, you know, like business and self-help books and stuff like that. But some of those books led me to pretty much like figuring out what was wrong with me, like um, as far as my um, 
disability at the time with, uh, you know, being a uh, paranoid schizophrenic and stuff like that. So, you know, I read more books on that. I watched, you know, like movies and TV shows and like documentaries and stuff on that and kind of like deciphered, you know, the similarities with with um, other people's stories and mine. And then I guess pretty much that was like the gist of like, you know, how I began to get through the time was I was like, man, you know what? Like, I see where these other people had similar issues in their life and I could relate it with mine. And then I seen like, you know, um, how they were able to cope and live with it. So, you know, I just implemented it in my own way. Yeah. Right. You saw the examples of other people that came before you and you realized, okay, it worked for them. It should work for me. Yeah, pretty much so. Pretty much so, you know? Okay. Yeah. So you've been out and a free man now for two years. And now you have Camtron Studios where people can get free or er, paid animated work done. Where did the name Camtron come from? Because it sounds like something straight out of Transformers. <laughs> That's funny. So um, a friend of mine, uh, a, um, a friend of mine uh, that I met during that time, um, he used to he used to call me Camtronus Maximus. So uh, which is now my uh, now my taken Instagram name is cam.trunis.maximus. But so Camtron was just like a short abbreviation of that. But um, I, you know, I just took it and ran with it um now um i own camtron studios um coincidentally as of today uh i've actually changed well well um i'm in the process of like making like a merge uh from camtron studios to galactic good people and i'm saying all that to say um galactic good people is going to be it it it, it stems from my fantasy fiction book uh series it's a five book series but throughout the course of the five books uh the galactic good people pop up through it so you know like i'm um i guess i'm just saying i'm i'm going more full force with you know uh getting more into you know the story and the lore of my uh fantasy fiction book and you know the the things that are going to stem from from that are going to be the things i'm working on now like uh eventually uh a cartoon one day games. Um, I'm currently working on some clothes and um, some clothing and merch now. But yeah, my goodness, you've got a lot going on. I'm trying. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> so the book that you mentioned in filling out your profile is Tales from Pangea. Now, mm-hmm. for people who don't know exactly what Pangea is, that's basically what we called the Earth before all the continents split up. Yes. And so can you kind of go into a little bit of detail for those of us who have not quite heard of the specific story that you've written that might want to learn a little bit more? Mm-hmm. So uh, in a short synopsis, uh, the book Tales from Pangea is a fantasy fiction steampunk adventure novel. Um, and I believe it's set about like the late 1800s. Um, it's pretty much the story of three young adults, three kids. Uh, they end up finding a treasure map in like you know, in like a fantasy fiction, um, old America, let's just, you know, say that. And they embark on the journey, you know, to find, uh, to, to try to find the treasure with, you know, like the flying pirate ship, you know, type of world uh, landscape, you know, and there's other creatures and, you know, stuff going on. So it's a race to the finish. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> well, as someone who's been working on his own book for five years, I can certainly appreciate the creativity. Thank you so much. Thank you. I, I, I can't wait to finally see yours, you know? 
Well, I got to figure out how to publish it first as soon as I'm done editing it, because to me, like, they don't tell you that information right off the bat, because it's like, to me, it feels like a secret society. It's like, I got yeah, to dig yeah. through all these libraries. You got to dig through all these people being like, okay, this is mm -hmm. the genre of my book. This is who it's supposed to be for. Who do I get it to mm -hmm. to get it done? For, for me, the, um, from what I've learned throughout my uh my 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 uh, time my bid was that it's best to just go ahead and like do things on your own or or for yourself and 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 what I mean by that is you know obviously there's there's some things that you know we still need help with and there's nothing wrong with that but like maybe try um outsourcing that you know to other people but as far as like publishing a book goes I think it's best just to go ahead and self publish uh today you know. Okay. Just to get the ball rolling, you know, and then and then, you know, you can still, you know, uh, reach out to um, other publications or, you know, fair point, et cetera. Mm. So you have got a ton of stuff going on. You've got Camtron Studios, which is going to evolve. You've got your book. You had a rap song written and you're also an actor. And yes. where in the heck does all this creativity come from? Who inspires you for all of that? That 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 is so funny. Um, I've always been a very creative, visual, like artistic person since I was a child. Um, I was one of the kids who grew up and uh, was fortunate enough to not be turned away from their imagination because, you know, like um, a lot of us grow up and, you know, as we get older, um, society or their peers or their parents or just, you know, whoever kind of, you know, uh, you know, kind of kills or takes them out of their imagination and they stop, you know, kind of living, you know, like in their imagination, uh, quote unquote. Right. So I said that to say I've been fortunate enough to, you know, have, you know, lovely uh, parents and lovely friends and peers and stuff like that to, you know, enjoy the stuff I make and, you know, just to support me on that on that uh, journey. But yeah, um, whenever I get like a pen or pencil in my hand, I'm going to doodle or tag something. So like when I was in, when I was in early elementary school and then middle school, I was always like drawing like little cartoons and comics and stuff. And then some of my friends and peers would like it so much that like they would actually come like every school day to look and see like what was the new like um, addition to the comic. And like I would pass it around like a class or pass it around school and stuff. So that I guess that like gave me the self inspiration, the self motivation, like, wow, like people actually like these, 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 you know, these silly stories and cartoons I'm doing. So, you know, I just always, um, you know, just grew more and expanded on that, you know? Yeah. You try stuff, you realize I'm happy doing it and you just keep going. Like I, For sure. I felt the same way when I started this podcast in October, I've got nothing but compliments okay. since then. Congrats, man. I'm a big fan, big fan. Thank you. So I want to go back to, you mentioned that you were diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. So for mm -hmm. people who don't know what that is, can you just explain a little bit about what that is like and sort of the mm -hmm. challenges that are associated with that? Because we don't want people misunderstanding the condition and thinking, oh, that's just the crazy person condition. Are you looking to hire... Check out JobQuest. JobQuest helps people who are facing employment barriers find jobs by providing coaching, on-the-job training, and follow-up support. So when you hire someone through JobQuest, you know you're hiring a reliable, high-quality employee. And JobQuest will help match your needs to the strengths of potential employees. So you'll also know that you're hiring the right fit. 
JobQuest is a division of Community Living Trent Highlands. Find out more at clth.ca today. Hey, my fellow standouts, it's the Rolling Dragon, Ben and Dykstra, here to ask you a couple of questions as we've reached the halfway point in our program. Has life thrown you a curveball? Have you lived with what many people would consider unfortunate circumstances or unique challenges? How have you turned them around into something positive for yourself and for others? Is it your time to stand out from the rest? Well then, register as a guest at www.rollingdragonmedia.com and get ready to stand out from the rest. And now, for the rest of our story. Right? <laughs> That's funny. Um, I'm from the standpoint that, that everyone's crazy to some extent. But um, um, as far as paranoia goes, paranoia is more so like the feeling of like of being watched in a sense, like, like, like the, the subconscious feeling that like all eyes that, that you're seeing are like specifically looking at you and like, it might, you know, like, however it plays out in your head is how it plays out in your head. Like that's on you. So that's the paranoia part. Um, the schizophrenic part would kind of almost borderline like a split personality almost, but not, not so much like a split personality, but like you, you're kind of living the same reality, but like you might view it in like, you know, two different perspectives uh, sometimes like that's that's a good way to to uh, explain it or at least for me. Right. So um, I believe a lot of that did come from what I was saying, though, uh, because, you know, I, you know, would stay like in my imagination and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, um, you know, sometimes you do substances and stuff like that too, and that can definitely uh, amplify, you know, whatever's going on in your life. But yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's accurate, but I always thought of someone with schizophrenia as sort of like Two Face from Batman. It's like he has a light yeah. side and then a dark side, and one side might win over once in a while. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, to be honest with you, man, like from what I've read and learned and seen and stuff like that um you never really get like cured of a thing you just like learn how to deal with it you know and learn mm -hmm. how to like live and you know cope with it in that way so i said that to say like um i've always viewed my life similar to how you say like a two-faced uh kind of thing but not not so much as like one's good and one's bad but like one is this and one is like this you know um i think it's just fortunate uh, for me that like both of my uh, two face sides are like on the same side. They're just, you know, for the same uh, goal or mission, but, you know, just from two different um, perspectives. But yeah, that's that's one of the best um, examples I've heard was yours. That's that's pretty good. You know, well, you watch enough TV, you learn something. It just depends on how accurate it is. So. I was going to play a little bit of a game with you. Just ask you a couple of questions about prison. For sure, like, I love games. Fact or fiction in prison? Okay. Uh, are there drugs on the inside? Fact or fiction? The biggest fact. <laughs> I'm but yes, 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 that's a fact. Okay, fact or fiction? You should only hang out with members of your own race on the inside. Um, I was, I'm always... Well, I've always been a people person, so I might be able to do stuff that, you know, some other people can't do because they might not be people, P 
people or, you know, want to interact like that. But um, I'm going to say false on that because I had a diverse, you know, group of, you know, friends, stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then again, I do have to add that um, I can only speak coming from the Georgia prison system. Like I know, like uh, in different um, areas of the country or different parts of the world, it might be a little different, like uh, like out out west might be a little a little different. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fact or fiction? Some guards are friendlier than others. This is a fact. <laughs> okay. This is, fact. this is a fact. Fact or fiction? Criminals on the inside will make Pruno. Well, uh, can you elaborate a little bit uh, more on what Pruno is for me? Toilet wine. Toilet wine. Oh yeah, for sure. Some of my best friends were like chemists in there, man. Like the stuff that they create. Top notch. You hear me? Like rival the best wineries out here easily. And seeing as you uh, brought that up too, I'm gonna do one ad. I kid you not, man. Some of the most genuine, beautiful soul, you know, people, some of the most brilliant people, like amazing in many different aspects of life, the most some of the most creative artists and just everything. Some of the most like visionaries, um, some of the most best like um uh, um, political people that i've ever known and seen i've met in there and i hate that like a lot of them will never get their chance to be heard and you know to be seen and to you know um just to share their craft with the world and stuff like that and really and truly that has always been the main thing that kept me pushing throughout the whole time was like hey man you got a chance to get out after your time's done you know right like um and they don't so like i look at it like who would I be to waste my opportunity when there's people that would die for that? Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, that's, that's really been the main thing that like has always kept me, you know, like firm on that, you know? Oh yeah. And I just also mm-hmm. want to point out that when I'm playing a game with him, I'm not glorifying time in prison at all. Prison is not a fun place that you want to end up. Not at all. You guys do not go. It's a waste of time. Enjoy your life. You know, do the right thing, you know, stay in school, go to drugs. Right. But I also think with media and stuff, things can get so blown out of proportion because there are some Mm -hmm. parts of prison that are awful, but there are some parts of prison that are not that bad. It doesn't mean you should wind up there. For sure. For sure. I, 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 Ryan Cameron, Cameron, support this message. (laughs) I'm not Barack Obama, but we'll go with it. I support this message. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good, man. So everyone who goes to prison, there is an adjustment period when they first get out. Now, you've been out for two years now, mm-hmm. and you've got so much going on. But what has been the biggest challenge for you? Was it the mental adjustment to now you're a free man on the outside, or was it one of your creative projects? Mm, that's a good one, man. Um, most people, I would say, would probably be just the mental adjustment, um, you know, of having to... Um, you know, just get back into society. Um, cold Turkey for me, I was fortunate enough. Um, like one of my last years, um, I got to go to what they call like a halfway house. Uh, and that's pretty much like, like you're still, you're still in there, but now you get to work and like, you know, leave to go do like a regular job, like on the street, you know, and, but you have to come back like at the end of the day. So I said that to say, um, that really helped me the most, I would say, because um, 
I got to leave with 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 like uh, some of the money that I made, um, you know, while I was working there, which that's a total another story. I don't know why I wouldn't be able to get all of my money if I'm working, but still, um, that that's a big help. But also just 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 the help, just just the acclimation of getting back into it, because um, I've seen a lot of guys uh, before I got out would leave and they'd come back in the same year and come back literally to like the same dorm and almost the same bed, like. I've seen guys leave and come back like two times within my little time I was in. Right. So, um, I would say that's, that's, that's been it, uh, for me, um, for me, um, the mental health part wasn't, um, it really wasn't that much of an issue for me per se, because like I said, uh, I came to terms with mine, like when I was pretty early on, um, into my bid and, and since then, like, I just worked on, you know, like I, I, I treated, I treated my time in there, like, like college because uh when i went in i was getting ready to start college like i was um i was a senior in high school literally getting ready to go to college so like for me like i guess that was like my traumatic life experience so my mind is always stuck at like oh i'm a college student getting ready to go start college right so um yeah i feel like that's been able to help me right and you got to remember too that like every individual that comes in and out of there is so different because what they experience in there can affect you in so many different ways. Like some people might've had a terrible childhood. And then once they get the routine of prison being looked after, they kind of become institutionalized. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot of that. Um, a lot of that. Um, even once they get out, like, like, um, I keep in touch with uh, some guys who are still in and a lot of the guys who have got out, uh, we got the group chat. I'm very proud of them. All of them are doing very well. I love those guys. But I said that to say, yes, some people are institutionalized. Um, down here, we call it like, we call it, oh man, they joined it out. Like, like they're, they're, they're still, their mind is still stuck on being in the joint. So, you know, they joined it out, but yeah um and it's it's really just a trauma um like a trauma or a traumatic thing like you're saying like they might have lord knows what their life was prior to coming in there and then they have to go through you know all the nonsense and and, and stuff that we go through while we're in there it can really like you know traumatize you even more and that's i guess that's like you know a person's uh brain response to dealing with trauma is you know just to you know, cope however they can cope to, you know, get by. So, so when people are stuck in like a survival state like that for so long, when they get out, a lot of them just continue it, you know, and it's hard to break, like, especially that too, because a lot of people don't have help. Like, um, I like that, you know, not, 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 not everyone has like a, a family or like a big family or, or friends or, you know, a large amount of friends to, you know, help them in that way, you know, so that did help me, you know, having those things there. Yeah. And also, we have to remember that, like, some people are honestly remorseful and just make mistakes, and they want to change their lives for the better. Other people, they get stuck in the routine of prison and feel more comfortable on the inside. And then there's the psychopaths who have no remorse at all. (laughs) Those guys are another story. (laughs) So now that you have had all of this experience... What is the best piece of advice that you would offer to someone else who is either suffering with a condition like schizophrenia or has made their own mistake and is currently doing time but is a bit confused? Wow, that's a really good question, man. Um, I would say um, people... 
people, uh, a lot of people hate when they hear this saying, but um, the saying is um, everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason as in like, just because you go through a thing doesn't mean that it it's the end all, you know? Like sometimes, sometimes when when we're going through like our own like thing or like our own like uh, life thing or mental thing, like we'll let the walls that confine us define us right and that's not the case and 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 yeah um everything happens for a reason just on uh, you know trust uh most importantly you know trust yourself trust your process for sure for sure trust you know uh whatever word you want to use for that entity uh god or the universe or you know that like tr- trust in like you know like like a higher calling a higher power like uh you know for yourself and and um and yeah, uh, that's, that's that part. But, um, yeah, just, just, um, take it easy. Don't rush, you know, stay focused on your goals. Um, it's not a race, man. Like take your time and craft, you know, and like perfect your, what you're doing like for yourself is the best thing like you can be doing. Like, don't, don't, don't worry about what you see on TV, what your neighbor down the street got going on and stuff like that. We all have our own journey, our own walks of life. Right. So what happened and works for them, you know, works for them, vice versa. Like they might not be able to do the things that you could do. You know, your talents and, and traits and abilities are different than theirs. Right. Like you might be looking at them and they might be looking at you like, dang, like, you know, I wish I could do this thing. I wish I had what 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 you have or whatever. Right. But, um, yeah, so I would say that just just uh, just, you know, always believe in yourself. Take your time. Um, there's no rush. Just, you know, keep moving in the direction of what you want to do with your life and your goals and you'll be golden forever you know that's what i say ryan it has been incredible to sit down with you and for you to share your story i appreciate you being open and honest with me from start to finish to wrap up this well to wrap up this interview i just want to ask where can people look you up whether they want to just chat with you, whether they want to buy your book, whether they want to listen to your music or any of the other great projects that you've got going on. Thank you so much for 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 having me. Uh, thank you so much for the for the platform. I'm a big fan of what you're doing. Uh, I'm Ryan Camtron Cameron um, on all platforms. You can just uh, search Camtron, the C-A-M-T-R-O-N 954 um, on Instagram. I believe my tag is Cam dot tronius dot maximus don't ask me why um and my book tales from pangea is in all bookstores um you can find it on amazon and walmart all types of stuff like that um uh tales from pangea that's p-a-n-g-e-a <laughs> um you can check out camtronstudios.com or galacticgoodpeople.com um or linktree slash camtron for four all um, my music is uh, streaming and on all platforms as well my artist name is as well camtron 954 we just out here trying to give back to the community and you know create good entertaining imaginative things you know and share with the world you know well, we certainly hope that this episode of the Sit Down Standout Show has got your imagination stirring and running wild. I am the rolling dragon, Ben and Dykstra. He is Ryan Cameron or Camtron. And from all of us here, keep calm and roll off.